fans, join me in welcoming back to NWA Power, the Pope. You hear the fans? It's been weeks since we've seen you. We all heard about the injury. We were all pulling for you. And I have to say, I am happy to see you walking out here to be right behind this podium with me right now. Kyle, it's not easy being out here right now. And I'm not going to pretend otherwise. But the first thing I want to do so I want to thank the fans. I want to thank everybody around the world. I want to thank them for their thoughts and their prayers. Because uncertainty was placed on Pope at hard times. Now, I want to be clear. Uncertainty wasn't just placed upon Pope. At hard times, uncertainty was placed upon the NWA. Uncertainty was placed on the 10 pounds of gold, but we'll get to that soon enough. But just to be clear, uncertainty is when you wake up in a foreign land. You got hands all over your body. You got voices all around your head. Your eyes are wide open, but you see nothing. That's uncertainty. Uncertainty is when you're strapped to a backboard, you're loaded in the ambulance, you're placed in the hospital bed. You don't know when you're going to leave. That's uncertainty. Uncertainty is when your mama, your brother, your boss named Billy, the boys and the girls in the back, they're ringing your phone like hell, and you can't give them an answer. Daddy, that's uncertainty. But there's one thing that is certain, and that's the fact that two no-gooders, if you will, found it fun to come out here and laugh at the expense of Pope, laugh at the uncertainty that surrounded Pope. Let me be clear, there was no fun in it. It wasn't fun. You think Velvet Sky holding my leg, crying in my feet, you think that's fun? Hell no, it wasn't fun. You think Tim Storm standing by my side, Daddy, praying, praying like a saint, praying like a saint for Pope to come through. It was no fun at all. And all of the boys and the girls that stood hours to see Pope through, Daddy, that's no fun. But let me, let me address this and let me bring this whole thing for a circle. One thing that Pope's going to always do, that is defend the honor, that's defend the integrity of the National Wrestling Alliance, Daddy. Yeah. That's 
That's why Pope came out. That's why Pope stood beside Trevor Murdoch, because Trevor Murdoch, he represents what Pope stands for, Daddy. Trevor Murdoch represents tradition, and I'll stand by that brother any day and on any given Sunday. Yeah. Now then, it appears that at some point, at some time, Matt Cardona, Pope's gonna have to reach down and pull you out of some mud show and slap some tradition back into you, my friend. And then Mike Knotts, make no mistake about it, Pope's a knocking at your door, daddy. And I don't know when, and I don't know where. I understand there's a certain shift happening around here. There's a certain shift happening around here. Well, Pope ain't too old for this shift if you get Pope's drift. And I want you to understand, Daddy. I want you to know, and I want to be very clear. No more darkness. No more midnight. Daybreak is coming. Come by will. I'll drag you if I may. But just understand, Daddy, payday is on the way. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, the king of Bada Bing, the master, the diamond cutter, the three-time world champion and WWE Hall of Famer. And you, monkeys, well, you're listening to Rhea and Choppy on Turnbuckle Throwbacks. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Bang! Your show, your entertainment, and your network. This is right. Remember, what this network wants, this network gets. I promise you that. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event of the evening. Broadcasting live from Shaolin, Staten Island. Freak Show Central. Where's that? New York City. The recognized symbol of excellence in sports entertainment broadcasting. It's the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast on Rant EM Radio. Proud member of the Shining Wizards Network and Dark Satellite Media. I really want to like this kid and I just can't now, see Yeah, now we're live on Rant. And, good. Uh, Are we recording? Uh, yes, we're recording. Perfect, and we're good. I got a lot of editing to do. I'm sorry. I don't know why this happened. You guys heard me an hour and change ago, a couple hours ago. I was fucking flying. I was playing music. I was doing all this shit. I don't know. I, I just I'm done. I'm done with this, man. And I I was gonna take the high uh, take the 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 low road and like get go just like a GoFundMe so we can get some new equipment. But I don't want to ask anybody for fucking money, man. Especially during times like this. I'll just wing it. I I'm just I'm so mad at this shit. Like I you know I keep it nice, whatever. But I'll edit the fuck out of this because the the beginning worked out fine. Yeah, apparently. it was fine. Now I'm gonna splice it and whatever, whatever. So well, it looks like Austin Theory is gonna be the opponent for uh, Pat McAfee at Mania. Oh gee. yeah, we got a new Intercontinental Champion. 
Can you believe that match? I couldn't. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. What an upset! Yeah, congrats to Ricochet. Now yeah. he's won the trifecta of the secondary titles: North American, U.S., and IC champ. Now, so a nice North American title match today with um with uh, Pete Dunn, your boy Pete Dunn. Pete Dunn, Carmelo Hayes. I and did Carmelo see. Actually, Hayes. you know what? I did see that match. That match was really good. Yeah. I like Carmelo Hayes. He's a good. He's a good I, talent. I've been. Yeah, you missed. I mean, you have. You well, you just came back recently, but we we've been talking him up forever, man. I I, I have. Uh, I, I again, there's only a couple of guys that I'm fond of on the new NXT, and Carmelo Hayes is one of those guys. He has talent. He could talk. He can work in the ring. I'm not truly a big fan of his uh, of his finishing move, which is just a drop kick. Uh, was a uh, a leg drop off the top rope onto a guy's neck. But other than that, he's he's a solid solid talent. Cause I can't make an OnlyFans. No one wants to see this fucking disgusting fat body. I do. You want you? You'll pay for me. To I sh- I see those those magnificent titties in front of me. Yeah. No, why not? You'd be the only one. Oh my goodness! I doubt that. How is everybody doing? Uh, good evening, good evening. Fucking. Anyway, so yeah, Pat McAfee's gonna get a match. I list. I li- uh, So when when uh, Jay called us today and told us he couldn't come to the show tonight, he said, "Do me a favor. Can you please watch the Pat McAfee thing?" With Vince. And I was like, okay. And I was just, just going through shit, you know, doing some show prep. And then I, I watched it. it was, it's like an hour and change. And it was good. It was pretty good. I, enjoy, I, I enjoyed it. I, I saw pieces of it. I like the fact that, you know, Vince announced that um, that he was going to induct The Undertaker. And then I also like the fact that he told Pat McAfee, you're going to be wrestling at WrestleMania. And, he, and it was good. I didn't see. Did they talk about AEW at all? He mentioned it briefly. Oh, hold on a minute. Yeah. I'm over here now. What's up, Mario? <laughs> Mario's like, I'm over here now. I'm over here now. So, I, you know, it just, I'm not a big Pat McAfee guy, but he is. I like him. They, everybody likes him, according to Vince. I, I like Everybody him. likes him. I think he's a solid announcer. I think he's, uh, uh, I thought his matches with Adam Cole a couple years ago were really fucking good. I mean, Adam Cole made him look like a million dollars. But he also got to keep in mind, he was trained by Les Thatcher. So he's he's got some cho- he's got some wrestling chops. He, I'm sure he'll do fight against Austin Theory. Yeah, Austin Theory is a good hand. No, it's Vince's boy too. So I think I think that's purposely done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be fine. And all the and all the announcers uh, have gotten matches. Mitchell Cole has had a ma- WrestleMania match. Yes, uh, Jim, Jerry Jim, Lawler has. Jerry Lawler, Jim Ross. Oh, Jimmy Ross. Who's who's wrestling now? The Us? Usos? Oh, oh no, the, it's Mrs. Uso. It's feel the blow. Feel the blow. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord! By the way, how'd you like my uh, my the, the way that um, Squires made me look? He made me look like a Justin Timber fake. Timber fake. It's gonna be May. I got a notice and your mind. Who's 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 attacking? Who's this Butana? Aaliyah? A who? The girl? Oh no! It's somebody. Who is that? Is it Sasha Banks? No, no, it can't be Sasha. Or is it Sasha? I can't even I tell. Can't, I can't see because I can't tell this. Well, I, I don't. I think it is I, Sasha. I don't want to say anything. I think it is Sasha. Um, why would you put a glow in a dark gimmick? Never mind, Phil. Phil. Is it? What was it? Is that, no, 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 no. Yes, no, yes. No, no, I'm not Forget saying, the censorship. I'm not saying it. God damn it, <laughs> you dick. Hey yo. Hey, you want me to say it? No, I don't want you to say it at all. I'm not. <laughs> I just don't understand. I, I you can see them better. See what better, Chuck? <laughs> That's my point. Oh, it is Sasha Banks. It is. 
That big ass forehead. I'm not a fan of Sasha Banks anymore. She's yeah, a- but the Queen is my girl because she's from Queens. Which girl? Queens, Alina, Alina Vega. Yeah, she's from Queens. She, Mrs. Alistair Black. Mrs. Alistair. Mrs. Black. So, so out. So Choppy came right from the movie set. Ugh. <laughs> there are days that I love my job, and then there are days I'm just like, "Fuck my life. Why am I?" St-? You would you believe that the designer and the decorator are fucking around? With a with like one of those like forts that kids make, kids make, like with like a sheet, like a bed sheet, and then they, on a string. Did you go make out afterwards? Oh, we went to go play pickle tickle. You know, find the pickle. Heyo, 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 and like literally, they're fucking around with the same fucking thing. I'm like, guys, do you have children by any chance? And they're like, no. Did you know that this is the most? You know that do we all this fucking detail for no reason? Yeah, but I want to make no. No, no. Mario said the forehead's so big you can land your nuts on it. Oh, you know what? That's not a bad idea. So finish your story. I'm sorry. No, I just, it it was just ridiculous. The the, the amount of detail they wanted to put into this stupid fucking tent fort, whatever the fuck it was called. And we would have been out of there at like 3.30, but like, no, we're going to be here until 7.30 fucking around with this. Get the fuck out of here. Eat a dick. Well, you got a good segue, speaking of movies, because I was at the movies. Oh, yes, yes. I was at the movies last night. Spoiler free, please, review. I'm not going to ruin it. You, I, I, I uh, you, know, you, you never do. You never, you never spoil anything. No, well, you asked me to hold my review until the show. So yeah, please, please do. I want to hear this. So I was originally, I usually go with Lou and those guys. Correct. So I bought my ticket thinking they were all going to go, and I text Lou. I'm like, all right, what well, time we meet? What's going on? He's like, no, we're not going until Sunday. Well, that heads up. Wow. I said, you know, AEW Sunday. He's like, yeah, no, we made it, we made a choice. I'm like, well, you made a terrible choice. I'm saying so. Wow. I rode solo. Uh, I I almost didn't make it. I, Why? My bus never showed. My guy was my bus driver was late. Oh. That, that bus we were just talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the it? next one, and I said, and I said to the dude, I'm like, he goes, it, it's a really cool, dude. He's he, another, another guy, a Queens guy too. Yeah. He goes, uh, he goes, my man, big tall dachshund. Like he, I said, what's up? He goes. I said, dude, let me ask you a question. How quick can you get to the transit center? <laughs> he goes, actually, I need to be there by 9.15. I said, that'll give me enough time to just get to, to get to where I got to get and get my seat, you know? And oh, what was your what was the, the show time for the movie? 9.30. Wow. That Nine. was cutting it close, dude. So I got there like right, like 9.18, Oof. and I fucking did the fucking the power walk, the fatty power walk. I fatty walked it all the way to the to the to the you gimmick. Did? Yeah, of course, right? Oh my. From Transcendent to it's on Art to Kill though. It's like it's, it's like, Oh, you went to Atrium. I went to the Atrium. Oh, I thought you went yeah. to the mall, dude. No, no, oh. no, 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 no. I love the Atrium movie theater. It's, my f- it's our favorite. I love that it's place. It's our favorite. We saw Wonder Woman in it, didn't we? Yes, we did. Okay, when when Brielle was like n- nine months pregnant. Yes. <laughs> Poor Brielle. <laughs> so I was like, all right. I said, listen, I got there, I got popcorn. And I got my, my gimmicks, and I sat down. I was like, all right, made myself. How many come. people were in the theater? It was half full. Surprised. I'm surprised to hear that. I'm not, because Staten Island is, is really good with, with a lot of these opening nights. But it actually opened yesterday. I'm sorry, it opened Wednesday, apparently. Oh, it did? Because my, my homegirl had her daughters at the, at the at AMC. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So, all right, so let's start with the, the previews. I saw the new Miles Morales Spider-Man coming attraction. Oh, I want to see that. Very good. Looks oh very good. man, I want to see that. The multiverse thing continues. Right? Oh, I can't wait to see that. Uh, there was a coming attractions for the um, Morbius movie. 
which got pushed back. I was hyped about that movie, but now I'm like, eh. I do, I do see that the Vulture is going to be in that movie, which makes me believe that the Morbius movie is also part of the MCU. Yeah. Um, I want to be excited. The problem is I don't know a lot about Morbius. I do. I know a lot about that character. I mean, he was a Spider-Man villain for a minute, but he was really wasn't really... He was a Spider-Man villain in the beginning. In the beginning, right. And then he tra- slowly transitioned into a anti-hero, kind of like the Punisher, where he kind of like takes the justice into his own hands and, does, and he doesn't care about the repercussions, which I, th- I think is what's going to happen. I wonder who's the villain. I wonder if it's going to be Michael Keaton as the Vulture or if well, it's Michael Keaton's be- in the movie. He is as, as the Vulture. But is or is he going to be? Uh, or is it going to be another character that has the same kind of powers as Morbius? I don't know. Um, yeah, I can't stand Carmella either. Date Shailen, I can't. She has the schnozola, and she's getting a reality show. Oh, uh, with, with that fucking jerk off Corey Graves. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, so um, all right. So now I'm like, I mean, now you're getting hyped now. Understand something? I've been up since four a.m. in the morning. At of this course, point, right? Yeah. So, um, the movie is. Dark. No pun intended. I'm not darker I'm not... than Nolan. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Because Steph, I, I, the thing is, I, I said to Steph, I said, um, I, did, I almost missed Spider Man in the theater because she took so long to fucking go with me, and I'm mm-hmm. like, listen, this is this is my thing. I need to be there. I, I'm just, I know I'm a nerd. I could have waited till it came out on fucking HBO, whatever. I need to be there opening weekend. Mm-hmm. It's it, with, with these kind, and you know this. I, I do it with Star Wars. I do it with Marvel. Of course, I do it with DC. Um, and I was like, I gotta go. And I said, if I'll if it's you know, I'll go again. So that was that was the. Thank God I didn't take her because she doesn't like horror movies. So you know. What do you, no, wait, wait, wait. I, it's dark, right? But it's like gory, bloody, violent. Dark. It's really? Not, yeah. Like, you know, I'm not is, it, is it like pushing the R rating a little bit? No, 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 no. But it's like, it's not. Dun, 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 I'm Batman. All right. You know, it's, it's not like that. There's one part where a guy gets killed, right? And I'm not going to say what, you know, who gets killed. I'm not going to, I'm not going to fucking give it away, assholes. Relax. Um, but the dude gets killed. What do you call that thing? You're, you're a fucking contractor, a con carpenter. What do you call that thing that you that you? It's a, it's like a handle with a square, and you fucking push the rugs in with it. Oh, that's a carpet uh, a, a carpet kicker. Dude gets bludgeoned, really, with a carpet thingy. It was like holy sh. That's the oh, that's the opening fucking. That's the oh. opening. Yeah. So she would have been she would have been in the car already at that point, you know. And so you know, my whole big thing was anybody could be Batman. You got to be a good Bruce Wayne. Alfred was played by the oh, um, the and, British and dude from Andy Circus, who plays the, the Claw in the, in the Marvel. The Claw, yeah. correct. Thank you. He was in. He was in. Yeah, he in was, pa- and Black Panther. He was. He was. Um. Yeah. He was Alfred. He did a good Alfred. But this Patterson kid. Now I've never seen Twilight. Never seen any of them. I saw only one of them, and that was it. Right. And uh he's very dark. He's disconnected. You could see there's issues with him in in this in this certain Batman character. He gets exposed for certain shit too. Not him, his family. It's it's the guy who wrote it is best buds with Abrams. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay, that makes it. And okay. he did Felicity. He did a bunch of shit. It's dark. Like it. The music is fucking eerie. the The entire thing was like ooh, like Joker eerie almost. Like it was like there was the. 
There was nothing fun about this movie. It was because it, I loved it. It was if Frank Miller went was in bed with this guy writing shit. It felt like a Frank Miller Dark Knight kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. Um, it was very, very evil, very dark, and look at Natty's titties. Um, very nice, very evil. Very, very nice, very evil. <laughs> look at me, I'm Danhausen. I love, I love Danhausen. I love Danhausen. Love him very much. Yes, he sounds like Skeletor. Yeah, he's great. Fuck my ass, he man. Did you see his Oreo review with the girl, with the girl bunny? That shit was hysterical. Yes. Anyways, um. Anyway, so um, it was very, very dark. Um, and it's it, good. The only, if I had any criticism, the Batmobile was a fucking like a Dodge Charger. <laughs> Souped up. I saw the trailer and then the. Dark, it would, oh, by the way, the penguin. Yeah, is a mobster. Yeah, he's an. He's a Guido. A little. A little. Well, guinea. yeah, yes and no, but it's it's basically Colin Farrell in a fat suit. I saw uh, like I heard Colin Farrell looks unrecognizable. As, he does. He, he, he does. does. It doesn't yeah. even look like him. It doesn't look like him. But here's the thing: it sets up another villain. It sets up the penguin also. To be in, in if they're gonna follow this trend, they're gonna do the series. They're gonna do a TV series on the Penguin. Oh, on HBO Max with him. Oh, yes, that's what. But this, doing. it's it's it was very and, evil, very and, evil. And then I, I've also been told that Catwoman is getting her own series too. Okay, so she, cute kid, I like she, her. She's very cute, and she's very flexible in her fight scenes, mm-hmm. unless that's a stunt person. Um. But she was okay. I heard she was pretty good from other people. I mean, it was listen. It, it was dark. So I come out of the theater. There's a bunch of kids, like mm-hmm. little, maybe little, maybe your age. Not kids. I should say they were probably maybe late twenties, early thirties. Okay. And they were like talking, and um, and the one dude's like, "Dad, this fucking movie was great. It's what I needed." And I was like, yeah, it's very dark, though. Oh, come on, man. I don't feel like walking. It was too cold. I called an Uber. He's like, oh, come on, man. I'm like, no, no. I said, I said, you have to understand something. I said, when when dark, when 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 the Tim Burton movie came out, I was 15 years old. That's That spring, I read Dark Knight from Frank Miller. I wasn't a DC head at all. I read, like, sporadically. I was a Marvel head forever. I didn't get into DC until fucking high school. Yeah. Right? I knew who everybody was, don't get me wrong. Yeah, of course. Right? But let me tell you something. I walked in I walked in to that and to the Burt movie. I'm like, this is not the Batman I just read three weeks ago in school. Yeah. You know? But I I I I totally respect the line. And I and it was if you're a Batman fan, if you're a dark Batman fan, like vengeance Batman. Like I'm, fuck the world, Batman. It's him. He's conflicted. He's not my favorite Bruce Wayne. Never will be. But he did the part. He was disconnected. He was angry, and he's got issues. And he, it's almost like he's trying to get himself, like see, figure out who he is. And of course, they fucked. They made Commissioner Gordon, um, uh, you know, the Flash of the Tune, which again, that's just good actor though. Jeffrey Wright is a good actor. Yeah, and then of course John Totoro was uh, Carmine Falcone. Carmine Falcone, of course, and uh, it wasn't Eric Roberts, and then, like the other one. No, Tommy. <laughs> no, I got no fucking marshmallows. I love Eric Roberts. No, oh. he took my thumbs, Charlie. He took my fucking thumbs. <laughs> no, no, you can't do that, 
Batman. I know where he is. I know where the Joker is, Batman. <laughs> anyway, you like Merrick Roberts? Oh, uh, that was fantastic. Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, Lenny, it was very well casted, even with Colin Farrell in the fat suit. Very good, and it's it's now my top five favorite Batman movies. Interesting. Okay. Um, would you say that three hours was too long? Nope, because it's it's the, it's the norm. Okay, so it's but it's it's perfectly it's perfectly because it sets the tone. To the the entire the opening scene sets a tone of how he's going to get to the, the 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 main villain, right? Okay, and it sets a tone of how it happens and what happens, and um, you know, it's very very complex in terms of of Batman and his and his personality, and then the the city's against him, and it just and you know he's trying to figure out Catwoman because she's involved in it, and he's trying to figure out. Why Penguin's involved in it? Because Penguin's like cooperating, quote unquote, but he's not. Because like, fuck you, fuck your couch. I'm a villain, you know. And Gotham City is in disarray. Like it's it's in bed. It's 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 not Bane. Where Bane wants to blow everything up. No, it wasn't like that. It was like it's more of like a corrupt bug. It's, it's very corrupt. like fucking. It's like New York in the eighties, bro. It's like yeah. Ed, and Ed Koch was the fucking mayor. Yeah. Um, they made Times Square, Gotham Square. They made Madison Square Garden, Gotham Square Garden. You know, it's like okay, I get it. I've uh, I've also been told that like this version of Batman is like his second year as Batman. So when you say he's conflicted, yes, I I, I completely agree with that because that make that can pretty much confirms my my suspicions that you know Bruce or you know Bruce the Bruce this Bruce Wayne in this movie. Is basically trying to figure out: is should he kill or should he not kill? And here's what I'm basing online: casual fr- fans of, of Batman hated it. My friend Christian, his wife, that's they retarded. Fucked, they that's re- I don't. No, know. it's not retarded. If you're a casual fan, if you don't follow the genre, if you didn't read the books, right? If you didn't, and you walked into this, you'd be fucking horrified. Or if you were Steph, you'd be in the car on the way home because she hates horror movies. She hates scary movies. Okay, right? But if you know who he is. And if that's his second year in, this is like good, I, like solid. I would think that most Batman purists would find this movie a little bit, eh. Whereas the casual fan would probably go like, "Oh my god, this is an amazing." A lot of casual heads that I that I spoke to online last twenty four hours, they hated it last night. Wow, hated it last night. That's interesting. Okay, well, you and know, I, and I didn't hate it. And I, in, in, listen, it comes to a point where it's like, you know, how we pick up, we're gonna pick apart wrestling tonight, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, you know what? You got to pick apart me. I'm a very visual person. Yeah. If the suit don't look good, if Bruce Wayne's not good, if they keep fucking with the the, I know it, I know it's not a big deal, and I it does it's, it sounds very very fucking shallow of me, but Commissioner Gordon shouldn't be black. I'm sorry, Catwoman shouldn't be black either. Well, but it, because in the book it's but now it's like it's it's it's, it's current times. It's it's, it's it's I mean, let's it's think about interpretation. This for a I mean, the last time we saw a black Catwoman was Halle Berry, and then before her was Eartha Kitt. But Eartha Kitt really wasn't. Yeah. I, I liked Eartha Kitt as Catwoman. I, but yeah, but it, I guess so. But but Lee Merriweather was my Catwoman. Yeah, you know, and I, I Eartha Kitt was only on for a couple episodes. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like I don't know. I just feel like it's you know it's like the, when, with with Fantastic Four. I I love I loved what's right, her see, face. Here, here's the thing. What's her face? Jen, what was her name? Jessica Alba. Jessica Alba, beautiful woman. 
But you can't platinum blonde her hair and give her blue eye, blue uh, contacts and call her Susan Storm. I think the problem with that casting is like that was, and that was both cat, both um, cat, different the, the both Fantastic Four movies. You can't like first off, Susan Storm is not a twenty a twenty something year old woman. She's got to be like at least closer to her forties. It, it depends on where you're reading it, though. I'm not yeah. mad at that, but like make it make it. I'm a very visual person, okay. So I, you know, what's up, Aaron? So like I can't. I know, and it's very shallow of me to say this. Like when they change up the the the. It's ed- not shallow. It is kind of shallow because yeah. I sh- I should be like you know what fuck that and you know grow up you know it, this is not nineteen eighty four anymore you know fuck you fatty we're gonna get a black uh. Catwoman, we're gonna get a black Commissioner Gordon. Harvey Dent was black. I had a problem with that too. Oh, with uh, what's his name? Billy D. Williams. I love, Bill, I love Billy I D. Like Williams. I like Billy D. I thought he I was, love, all those actors and actresses. They're fine. They're they're wonderful actors and actresses. They won. Didn't uh, Halle Berry win an Academy Award for for Swordfish? She did. I mean, she's I, no uh, Monsters Ball. I Monsters Ball. Was, I'm yeah. sorry. Um, but and you, what's the guy's name who just played Jim Jim uh, Jim Gordon? What's Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright is fucking awesome. He's a fantastic guy. He's classically trained that guy. He's awesome, but he's not Commissioner Gordon to me. I'm sorry. I, uh, you know what it is about sometimes with castings? Like, for example, when Michael Clark Duncan played Kingpin, I was like, terrible. On the fence about that. I saw it and I was like, okay, it was fine. Do I think he would have been the, uh, uh, should he, would I have gone with somebody else? Yes, I would have gone with a much bigger. Fatter white guy, white guy, you know, and I, it's it sounds so fucking shallow to say that, and I, and I don't think it's shallow. I think we're just comic purists, where we like remember. Okay, keep in mind when they first started doing the MCU back in two thousand and seven or two thousand eight, whatever it was. I'm sorry, guys, this is a wrestling podcast. But we, we apologize. We, yeah, go ahead. Um, I remember uh, they went with Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury. Now, mind you, is that gin to my balls? Yes, it is. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> Um, and I was like, wait a minute, why the fuck is, what? Wait, wait. If Jay White can play the leader of the Bullet Club, Jeffrey Wright can play Commissioner Gordon. (laughs) Who's that, Rob? (laughs) You know it. (laughs) Uh, Well, isn't El Phantasma going for the running? Isn't isn't El Phantasma going for the running of Bullet Club leader now? Because you see that promo that he did? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It was almost like CM Punk-esque. Uh, hello, Gordon. How are you, sir? Thank you for joining us. I'm I'm sorry, guys. Stop you guys. Yeah, but but like, I I I just what I'm saying is like it just comes to the point if the if the actor is a if uh, a good uh, you know like Samuel L. Jackson was a black is a was a black Nick Fury and I was not used to seeing that I was just seeing a white Nick Fury now. I've gotten so accustomed to but it. But I hated Hasselhoff as Nick Fury, too. Oh, Hasselhoff was awful. He was awful as Nick oh, Fury. Oh, terrible. Terrible. So terrible. I'm, I'm not just hating on Chris. O- I hated Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Okay. Here's another. Shailen, here's another, here's another Phil Ray of fun fact. I'm going to get shit for this. As much as I disliked the Val Kilmer Batman, I liked him as Bruce Wayne. Okay. I disagree. I, as I, much I, as I disliked George Clooney as Batman, I liked him as Bruce Wayne. I liked George Clooney as Bruce Wayne. I thought he was Awful as Batman. Right. So, all in all, it's a really good movie. It's very dark. If you like Batman... I know Rob saw it last night, too. Um, but if you, like, if, you, if you like that dark Batman, like that eerie fucking nothing, yeah. nothing... It, no, it rained every night there. Like He's like Seattle, Washington. You know? <laughs> okay. George Clooney with the nipple armor. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, and the suit was pretty cool. It was a little, a little different. I liked it. But again, we're gonna pick it apart. We're fans. Um, now, uh, real quick, top five, real quick. 
Top five. Uh, top five Batman movies. Top five Batman. Uh, the Bane. The Bane. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Number five. That's number one. You That's number one for you? Yeah. Really? Okay. Number two is Burton. Okay. All right. Number three is the first Batman with Christian Bale. Wow. The Batman, fourth, Batman Begins. The fourth is the second one with Christian Bale. Dark Knight Rises. And then the fifth would have to be this one. Wow. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Very cool. All yeah. right. Yeah. It was a bit long. I can't yes. give you my top five until I actually see this one. You got to see it. Because I'm a huge Batman nut. I love Batman. I know. And now, I-, I have another question for you real quick. Do you see them doing like not like the the the, the reality-based ground-level villains all the time? Or are we going to see like maybe Clayface? Or do you think they could do that in this universe? In this universe, it's definitely going to be Penguin. And I can't tell you who's the other villain. Because That's fine. Don't worry about it. You don't have to. Because when, when, when the villain in this movie gets locked up, he meets another villain in Arkham. Ooh. And I have to leave it at that. I think I already know this is where it's going. Um, so but my, but I, see, the thing is, I would love to see more guys like Mr. Freeze, who I love. See, see my favorite was the Riddler. I love the Riddler. But I lo- this fucking Riddler is not... It's not the Riddler. Edward Nygma. No, it's... <laughs> I thought they were going with, like, a hush. You're proud of me, though. What? I got, I got most of the riddles. Did you really? I did. Good for you. I did. That's awesome. I, did. I hate I hate riddles. Fuck no, it. no, 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 no. You can't because you know what? It's it's like and I was trying to tell this to Steph this morning. I'm like I'm like Steph, you didn't ever saw Scooby Doo as a kid? She's like, no. I'm like, what do you? You live a sheltered life. I'm like, any kind of mystery movie or or like a or a like a horror movie. Where one thing is going to set the tone for the rest of the movie. Yeah. All right. It's whether it's a murder or a kidnapping or a, a, an artifact that's missing. Yeah. Like, you know, any kind of like that, any kind of movie like that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, go see it. It's good. Rob, Rob saw it last night too, I think. So he said he saw it last night. I saw his post on Facebook. So he, I know he liked it too. Rob, we'll put your top five on the comment section. I want to see it. Yeah. All right. Next. Where do you want to go? We have a lot to. We have a lot I, of news. All right. So the Pope interview was really good. The we, Pope interview was good. The Pope cut a hard times ish promo on Matt Cardona, if you will. Card, if you will. Cardona is defending the title against Nick Aldis. Um, I, I smell shenanigans in that. One. Aldis took himself out of the um, the Crockett Cup for some reason, right? Yeah, because he wants to go for the belt. But guess who? Uh, his, you know, his partner, Harry dude. Smith. Yeah, which Harry you know, Smith. I was surprised to see that because I thought Harry Smith was still in the contract with WWE. How good does Doug Williams look? Did we talk about that already? Dude, he's fifty. He looks like he could go, like go for another twenty years. Yeah, no, the Pope, and I'm not a big Pope guy. I never was. Me neither. But did he cut a promo that that, as Ric Flair would say, brought a tear to my eye, man? It yeah, was really man. fucking good. He brought he brought a lot, he brought those fans in with that fucking promo. It was good, man. Yeah, and you know, Shailen, just real quick, Mister Freeze. Arnold was a terrible Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze. No. Oh, come on. No. Hey, guys, chill. Chill. <laughs> How are you? What killed the dinosaurs? The Ice Age. The Ice Age. <laughs> Stop whining. Stop whining. Rob's like, Dark Knight, Batman 3. Uh, wait, wait. Batman 3 as in no, Do- Dark Knight, Batman, Batman Begins, Batman, uh, Dark Knight Rises. Am I reading that right? Dark Knight, and then 2 is Batman 3. Then Batman begins, then the Batman, and then rises. Really? Yeah. That's a, see, that's an interesting see, both your lists are completely different. That's awesome right. to hear. Okay. Right. Um, so anyway, uh it, it it is Morbius again. 
uh, I think it has to redo April first. It's gonna be good. Yeah. It's gonna be good, but we'll see. Anyway, so I'm not so it so the NWA is doing a Crockett Cup next in two weeks. Who are the teams? Oh my God! You want to? Yeah, uh, please, if you some, don't mind. Um, because I know it's gonna be Nick. Uh, um, I'm sorry. Uh, Doug Williams and Harry Smith, and then it's gonna be those. Uh, what do you call it? Isn't it gonna be like those two mooks with the uh, with that are with Cardona too or no? Um. Cardona's fighting Nick Aldis. That Violence is forever. Dominic Garini and Kevin Koo versus the Bad News Boys. Brandon Tate and Brent Tate versus guys. the Rip City Shoulders, sh- Soldiers. Shooters, I'm sorry. Joey Bishop and Wes Barkley. The Heat Seekers, Elliot Russell and Sigmund in the four-way tag team match determine the 16th seed in the cup. Okay. Austin Aries versus Homicide versus Darius Lockhart versus Colby Carino for the junior heavyweight title. They brought the junior heavyweight title Colby back. Colby Carino is in there? Yep. Wow. Camille versus Kylie Ray versus Chelsea Green for the NWA women's title. Oh, so they're doing a triple threat now. Okay, with that. so okay. he is he's at brackets right now. LaBellion, um the Mexican heck it's Heck Gaza Jr. It's Best Bestia and Mecca Wolf versus T B D, which is the sixteenth seed. The end, Odison and Parrell versus Luke Hawks and his son uh, P and his son PJ. Oh the Hawks the Hawks family's in there? Nice. Yep. Strictly business, Chris Adonis and Thomas Latimer. Taking on Gold Rush, Jordan Clearwater, and Marshall Rock. You know who I see? You know who's my, my pick for that? It was probably going to be Latimer and the fucking Chris Adonis. Uh, Doug Williams and Harry Smith versus the Ill Begotten. Alex uh, Taylor, Captain Yuma, Jeremiah Plunkett, and, or, and or Rush Freeman. The only reason I'm only I'm picking those guys instead of uh, Doug Williams and Harry Smith is just because, you know, Doug Williams, I know he's 50 years old. I think they were going to go with a younger team now instead of going with. Uh, Matthew Sims, Matthew Mims and the Pope versus the Cardonas. Matt. Mike Knox and VSK. Mike Knox, I forgot about. Okay. The Fixers got a already got an advance. They beat OGK. Mike okay. Bennett, Matt Taven, and uh, Aaron Stevens and JL Kratos. JL Kratos was in that crew that uh, with Team Filthy. Yep. Uh, versus the Dirty Sexy Boys, JTG and, and Ver- Dirty Dango. No, yep. Ver- the, yeah, and then the Briscoes taking on to be determined. I love the Briscoe brothers. They those motherfuckers need to be signed, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, Ricky Morton's kids fighting too. Can who? Ricky Morton's got his sons in oh, there. Oh fuck the Midnight Ex- uh, the Rock and Roll Express, dude. Oh, fuck them all. Here we go. We're gonna have to have a conversation about the top five, top, top, top five Batman movies and the slander for the Batman and Robin movie. I didn't slander it. I used to, I have the mugs for the Batman and Robin movie from McDonald's. I thought the the, the I, I still wish I still had my Batman Forever mugs. I had the Riddler on. That's I, what I have. I have them. Those are storage. fantastic. I think they're, they're probably in storage at your house. I have a couple boxes at your house in storage. Oh, my God. You're right. They are probably. So you can probably go steal them if you want. No, to. I don't want to steal them. Yeah. You can, yeah, yeah I'm, not, I'm joking. Not no, 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 no. Anyway. Um, so, the NWA is doing. I was I was hoping we'd talk about the NWA because I'm really happy with what they're doing. They're so, doing great. Yeah. I'm not going to be able to watch the Crockett Cup. I have to go to a show. I'm going to a 90s show concert that night. Oh, good. It's uh, in Jersey. Like, it's like. Um, Joyzy? Yeah. Robin S. And, like, all these. Like dance music. From oh, like you mean talking 90s. about freestyle? No, no, it's dance music, like from the nineties. Okay. Um. Yeah. Anyway, I um. I'm just glad that the NWA NWA wasn't a casualty of the pandemic, because at one point they weren't going for a while. They weren't like, recording that. Yeah, they, they stopped. They and know. ROH was the same thing. And I'm glad ROH got picked up by AEW. I'm glad that uh, look at Dixie Con doing the right thing. Dixie Con is doing great. I, all these huge announcements, and I'm just like, okay, this is actually a. a this ROH could be your NXT. Well, that that's my question to you. How, they didn't retain any contracts, allegedly. Allegedly, right? They let everybody go last year, like mm-hmm. right. Um, now is now 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 I'm 
pissing and moaning about the the over the, the five pounds of shit in the two pound bag. Mm-hmm. Now now Dixie doesn't have that problem. He can move all these guys over. Yeah, and it could be that kind of party. Does it? You know, now he's got to get a TV deal. If he, has, he doesn't have one already, I don't think he has one yet. But I'm pretty sure it'll, it'll be with either TNT or TBS. He could sign people. He it's it's an open listen. I'm telling you right now, you got guys on the indies right now, okay? You got the Chris Dickinsons of the world, the Tony Depp, and you bring them guys, motherfuckers, back. You bring back Matt Taven and 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 uh, Mike Bennett. You bring back the Briscoes. You bring it. I mean, I, I hate to say it, but Jay White, all those guys. If they're not going to stay in Impact, there's a, I mean if, the possibilities end now. But now you got Powerhouse Hobbs, you got Hook. You got all these dudes that don't they wrestle on dark. Get the acclaimed over there. How'd you, how dope would it be to see the acclaim get fucking wrecked by the Briscoes or pull an upset on the Briscoes and win the titles? Anthony Bowens is a boy. You know what I'm saying? I am so happy for Anthony Bowens and uh the other guy for the for, oh, what's his name? Uh uh god damn it. I always forget his name. He's the the rap guy. But the yo yo Max li- Cast- Max Cast- Mac- listen 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 oh that guy's fat he's money dude that whole both of them are money I love them together I hope they never break those guys up for a while but um I I am very impressed with the uh with the uh, with the uh, the purchase of ROH if if fucking Dixie Khan is comes correct he moves some of that roster over to fucking ROH it would be Max Caster yes thank you Rob. But it was it's it's a brilliant move, man. I I love it. Let me tell you something. He's got the library now, okay. And we and we just did the first episode of Ring of Honor, and Daniels fought fucking Danielson. I saw that. That was a good match. It was a good match. I'm, I'm surprised Daniel can, Danielson could still go. There's your boy, Freddie Mercury, right on TV right now. I love R- Ricky Boogs. Anyway, go ahead. You were saying? Um, I'm very happy, and, and you know what? Maybe this was in the makings for a long time because they announced CM Punk as a Ring of Honor Hall of Fame. The Briscoes. A lot of the guys are... CM Punk, yeah. Brian Danielson. I'm sure Samoa Joe will get in. Yeah, Joe's in. Joe might even show up, man. If if, if Dixie... I, if you Dixie, want to know something? I I'm, not, be, I'm not mad at I that. I would not be surprised. I'm not mad at that. I'm telling you right now, if, if Dixie Khan is smart, he will transition some of that roster to the ROH brand. And we will see a feeder system for ROH going to AEW, which is fucking brilliant. And you got all these announces. Yeah, dude. You, you got to gotta bring back Ian Riccoboni, though. I like Riccoboni. He's a really... Oh, my God. The Usos are attacking my guy. What a dick bag. Wow. Well, the, blood, the bloodline. Yeah, more like the uh, the ripoff of the Briscoes. The... I like the Briscoes. I'm the sorry. The Briscoes are calling out the Hardys now. Yeah, I saw that. The Briscoes is, is probably the most underrated tag team in the last fucking decade, dude. I'm not mad at that either. They are so good. But these boys are good too, though. I like the Usos. I mean, it's it's they they're gonna they're gonna be tag team champions for a while, I think. Yeah. Look at this, putting the finger up in the air like they're the greatest. They ain't the shit. The bloodline. The bloodline. Blood, 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 blood. Anyway, um, so, so yeah, yeah, but I, it, it's a, it's a, it's a it's a brilliant move. I'm I'm happy because I have a question for you though. What do you think they're gonna do with Impact since they're doing the ROH versus Impact storyline on TV? Forbidden doors open. He but because Dixie let uh what's his face hang out with Kenny Omega for a year. That's true. That's true. When he was still employed there. That's true. So I, uh, how be how dope would that be if Kenny Omega shows up at fucking in ROH? Ring of Honor? Oh yeah, man. You kidding me? Jonathan Gresham is <clears throat> technically still the world champion. And he they they ha- I'm sure they retained that contract. They had to. 
A lot of the champion, a lot of their champion. I mean, fucking Red Titus is their war television champion. Get and get Jay Lethal off of fucking Dark and let. You know who should wrestle Dark? The people he's just bringing in, like for like one shots or like you know like. Now you don't you don't have that. You can have Ring of Honor Dark. You can have you can have Ring of Honor, but now you have another another outlet. Um, and the library, man. If they put that on HBO Max or something like that, I heard apparently there's like a big. There's like he's talking his and talks if if that's even true. Um, I'm not mad at it, man. I'm I'm really happy. I'm happy I, for those guys. We we as a crew have embraced Ring of Honor for the last almost decade now because it was it was like a that was our pilgrimage at the end of the year. We'd all go to final battle. Um, the. And the War of the World shows, we went to one a few of those, I think. I've been following Ring of Honor since 2004, so for me, it's been an... 2007 eight, for me. 18-year journey yeah, for me, yeah. and I'm glad they've lasted as long as they did. I'm also very glad that Impact has lasted as long as, it's, as it has. There were times that we thought the Impact was going to go under, and it never did. ROH has maintained that fan base through staples of the company, like the Briscoe Brothers, who have never left that company ever yeah. since, 2000, since its inception in 2002. And I'm glad that the the cons have gotten a hold and a firm grasp on that brand because I'm telling you right now, ROH is here to stay and it's not going away. A couple of things, and we'll and we'll get and we'll cover the pay per view. We'll, yeah, we'll review the pay per view. Um, I want to know how much he paid for it. Right, one. Right, and two. Carrie Silken was there. I'm pretty sure we could ask. <laughs> well, it's, it was Sinclair, but Carrie Silken will probably he'll probably retain Carrie Silken as an ambassador. Of course he will. That's because Carrie Silken's always bombed at ringside anyway. Yeah, Mr. Hanging Alcohol, out. Mr. Alcoholic himself. I'm not mad at that. <laughs> Don't knock his hustle. <laughs> but there's so much possibility now with 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 Khan running it, you owning it. You know. I know. So I'm free hap- range to do. Whatever. I'm, I'm happy. It's a it's a win win for everybody. Our phones blew up when that happened the other night. I was I was so excited. I was watching it on my phone on the way home. But Eddie, uh, Shining Wizards, Eddie called it. No, Eddie called it from the jump. Yeah, he knew. It. He was like, he bought ROH. I was like, what? Yeah, he he called it. <clears throat> so, yeah, either way, I'm happy. Very happy. How about CM Punk and uh, MJF with oh, the? Oh my God, what a swerve! I loved it. Yeah, and how about the slap to the face to Wardlow in the back? Yeah, he goes, you know you know shit's gonna look. I'm telling you right now, the storytelling Virgil 2.0. Oh, you mean Virgil Runnels? I'm sorry. No, it's not Virgil Runnels. <laughs> you know who Virgil Runnels is, you motherfucker? D- you know? Dusty baby. That's right. It's the, it's the American dream. It's, it's um. I um. It's 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 this guy. I am very. Oh, well, Dusty Rhodes! <laughs> Dusty Rhodes! Sorry, guys. I um, I am actually very impressed with the the level of long term storytelling that they're doing. They've been doing the CM Punk thing for with MGF for a while. They've been uh, setting up this whole little tease with Wardlow. A little Wardlow PCO action. Oh. <laughs> the whole Wardlow story with him and MGF has been going on for like... Yeah, he's in his 20s, this kid. Who, Wardlow? Yeah. I thought he was younger. No. Uh, older, I'm sorry. Oh, no, he's in his prime. MGF is what, 20... Shaylin said it was $20 million for Ring of Honor. No. No fucking way. As much as, as, much as WCW? Nah. Nah, uh, I don't know, man. That's a lot. It, I mean, it'll come out eventually. It'll come out. Yeah, you know. But yeah, nah, nah, it, it was good. Yeah, it was, and you knew he was lying about the promo last week. But yeah. he, and then he had his face on. He had that picture on on his shirt. The blood. I was like, yo, his mom even went. <laughs> mom went on social media. His mom Nina yeah. and just, is like, I'm ashamed of him. <laughs> you have no shame. <laughs> it's like, it's like Choppy's dad. <clears throat> you have no shame. Yeah. I kill you, bitch. Um, 
seriously though, it, it was uh, it was cool, and the whole Wardlow thing is um, it's shaping up really nice. To the, I'm telling you, Wardlow is going to get a contract from Tony Khan on TV, and it's going to be like, "Fuck you, MGF! I got my eat a dick, and I'm about to whoop that ass." Well, we are going to be having your pay per view here um, at the uh, at Casa de Rea, Casa de Rea, um, and it's a it's a school night, but the boys are still coming out anyway. Yeah. Um, and Ham is coming out on a school night. Good for him. Good for him, right? Um, I haven't seen him in like a month. I want to see him. Uh, I'm sure he's going to be very happy to come by. Yeah, he texted me. He's like, what are we doing next week for the pay-per-view? <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? What do you mean? What do you mean? What, do you mean? what, what am this, I doing? What, what's this we shit? <clears throat> um, all right. Um, Andrade, Isaiah Cassidy, and Matt Hardy versus Darby Allen, Sammy Guevara, and Sting. That's tonight, right? That's 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 the pay per view. Wait a minute, no, I thought I thought they were doing a triple threat for the uh, TNT Championship, wasn't it? No, this is a six man tag, dude. Really? Yeah, Andrade. T- no, this is not. This is the pay per view. The Revolution. Yeah, I could have sworn it was going to be Andrade, Sammy, and, uh, and it might be for the title, but that's that's not for the. This is for. This is a six man. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh my god. Uh, I guess I'm going with the uh, Sammy Guevara team. Yeah. All right. Um. This is an, I think it's an easy one for me. Keith Lee, Orange Cassidy, Powerhouse Hobbs, Ricky Starks, Wallow, Christian Cage, or Ethan Page. We'll find out later on tonight. Uh, face of the Revolution ladder match. Ooh, that's this is a hard one. I, I'm picking Wardlow. Uh, for me, it's either Keith Lee, Keith or, Lee. Or, Keith Lee or I knew Ward- I knew you were gonna say Keith. It Lee. was either Keith Lee or Wardlow. Keith Lee. All right, the match I'm looking for most forward to. Eddie Kingston versus Chris Jericho. I thought I was the only one, dude. No, no. Oh, my God. This is why we're best buddies, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hope the Mad King fucking demolishes Jericho in this match. I love Eddie Kingston. Yeah. Please. Eddie Kingston all the way on this one. Yeah, Eddie has to win this match. All right. Does Punk win the, the chain match? <sighs> Fuck. He's, MGF's been beating him up for like I think a couple of months now. I, well, since MGF won the first one, if AEW doesn't fall back on on if Dixie doesn't fall back on his fifty fifty booking, then Punk's gonna win. I think Punk should win. Okay, just because of all the shit that he's been put through the last, like with all the gauntlet matches and then the fucking being bloodied. I think Punk should win this match. I, I'm going with Punk. And <clears throat> what else? Juna Muxley versus Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. Yeah. Hands down. Hands down. Um, Jade Cargill versus the, the girl, the Mike, my, Hammer's girl, Ty Conti. Ty Conti. Ty Conti. For the AEW team. Would you, would you call it the host title? The host title. The host title. If you look at it, it looks like it says the host on, on the championship. Hey-o. Hey-o. I'm going to say Jade Cargill is going to yeah. Because she's just, that's their female Goldberg right now. All right. All right, Chops, for the AEW Tag Team Championship, the Jurassic Express defend against Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. Red Dragon all the way. Yeah? Red Dragon. I'm, I'm taking Jurassic for the... No for, way, dude. dude. Yep. No way, and I'll tell you why. They haven't done shit with those belts ever since they got those belts. I'm going to go with Red Dragon. Um, This is a uh, Will Morgan wet dream match right here. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Defends a women's championship against Thunder Rosa. Oh, man. I want to go with Thunder Rosa so bad, but I'm going to go with Mrs. Cole. Me too. I'm taking Mrs. Cole for the win. And speaking of Cole, 
my man, my two favorite AEW my wrestlers. My favorite wrestlers in this, in this fucking match. Besides right Eddie Kingston, Adam Page defending the AEW Heavyweight Championship against Adam Cole. Baby! baby! Oh, man. No, I love Adam Cole, but he's not winning this one. It's too soon. It's going to be Adam Page winning this one. It's going to be soon. the Cowboy shit. Definitely My cousin this. agrees with you. Oh, the triple threat for the TNT title is tonight. Oh, I thought it was at Revolution. No, the six oh. man. That's what I thought. Yeah, thank you, That's Gordon. weird. Thanks, man. Red Dragon. My cousin agrees with you. Red Dragon for the win. All the way, dude. And I won't find the reason. Anyway. I, I love Red Dragon. Anyway, so that's your card for um for the, for the that. And I'm excited, man. I wish you could come have some snacks with us, man. I, I, you know what? If I'm not to be... I'm telling you right now. It's just that I have to be up at 4 in the morning. We with... all do, though, man. Yeah. Elaine's going to drive 70 fucking miles back home. That's because Elaine... You know, that's Elaine. But Elaine, but Elaine works crazy hours, too. I'll see if I can pass by. I'll You're pass. 15 minutes away, you fuck. Come by. Have, have, have a fucking snack. I'll come have... Oh, my God. Zach's your, your nephew's dying to see you, man. I got to see him. Yeah, your nephew's dying to see you, man. Um. Anyway... Uh, that's what, what else is going on? What else is going uh, on? Did I, you see? I saw NXT. What'd you think? Uh, I love the um, the Carmelo Hayes and uh, and Pete Dunn match. I loved it. Um, Puerto Rican China and what's a face going to the finals and the Dusty Finals? I I'm not even following that. Um, your boy Von Wagner went heel. He's always been a heel. He fucking sucks. He went. Uh, he yeah. He he's got he's got Robert Stone now in his corner. Yeah, that's the only thing that's good about him is Robert. And he Stone. borrowed Sid Vicious's vest. <laughs> Von Wagner has got to be the absolute drizzling shits. Johnny Wrestling will be the new stable. Will be part of a new stable with with Red Dragon. Come on, chop you coward! Rob says, "Come out Sunday." <laughs> coward. <laughs> um, coward. Coward. Where's that from? Yogi. <laughs> Coward. Karate Kid too. Anyway. Oh, coward, come home. Anyway. My Sato's terrible. Um, yeah, so they're doing a, the, the pay-per-view for NXT WrestleMania weekends called Stand and Deliver. Okay. That was a Mex- was that a Mexican school movie? Whatever, James Almost. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. The one where he's a math teacher? Yeah, he's a math teacher. Vato. What's the answer? What's the answer, Put the matches on the board, man. That movie, that movie is good, man. I like that movie. Yogi. I have to, re- oh. to make... Oh, here's well, your my, movie. There it is. The Batman. I am vengeance. We know. We know you're vengeance. That car is fucking huge, though. I like that car. The car is ginormous. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? They, they put like a bunch of gimmick. They put a whole bunch of gimmicks in the Dodge Charger. You know, you know which movie I can't wait for is The Flash to see a Michael, 70-year-old Michael Keaton as Batman again. Von Wagner, the America's Choice Psycho Sid. <laughs> Who said that? Jalen, the Great Value Sid. <laughs> great Value Sid, I love it. He's the Sid Vicious action figure that you order from Wish. <laughs> Cobra Mook. Oh, man. Oh, my Beverly Wagner. Be- <laughs> Beverly Wagner, I love it. Oh, my God. That's fucking Von. Why did they name this poor guy Von Wagner? Why? Does that okay? Steiner's kid is Braun Breaker because you don't want to give him the Steiner name. Fine, but fucking Von Wagner, your dad is what's his name from fucking the Beverly Brothers and Destruction Crew, and you're gonna call him this kid Von Wagner. 
I would have called him like Mr. Beverly for life fucking care at this point. He fucking sucks, dude. All right, real quick. New Japan Cup is uh is the uh, is going on from March 2nd to the 27th. The next round of cut matches is the 6th, the 7th and the 9th and the 10th all next week. So we'll go over Sunday's card real quick. Okay. Um Yuji Nagata versus Fujita, Tiger Mask, Hamna and Makabe versus Gato, Fantasmo and Chase Owens. Love Chase Owens. Mm-hmm. It's a boy. I hate Master Wado, and I shouldn't, but I do. Master Wado, Tanahashi, and Taguchi. Wado and Taguchi won the junior tag straps. Why are oh, yeah? you giving, giving him titles for? Against Sho, Takahashi, and Evil. Evil. Yo, Yano, Okada, and Ishii, who's fighting Chris Dickinson WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be a chop fest. Versus huh? Takahashi, Naito, Sonata, your boy Sonata. The U.S. champion, by the way. Yeah, he's not even he's not even American. And, and Takaji, he's not American, you fucking dolt. He's, why is it? Why he's got the U.S. title? He's the man. And uh, Jeff Khan and the Great Khan. No, Jeff Cobb. I'm joking. Jeff Cobb and Great Khan versus our boy Bad Luck Fale, friend of the show, and Ishimori. That's your boy, the Bone Soldier. I love him. Um, Aaron Hanare versus Nakashima. And Oiwa versus ESJ and Bushi versus Will Ospreay is the fucking headliner. That's not bad. Those are all cup to, uh, first round uh, matches. So I'm not mad at that. Bushi's the fucking man, dude. I'm not mad at that at all. Hey, Choppy, I'm waiting for Von Wagner to break his leg like Sid. Holy shit. The Dollar General Sid. Holy wow. shit. Jesus. I'm telling you, nobody likes this dude. He sucks. I don't think he's that bad, man. I'm sorry. You're fucking, you're just, a, you're the minority. <laughs> No, you're the brown person in this situation. Wow! <laughs> Come on, man. He's awful. You stop? He's fucking terrible, dude. All right, fuck face. Anything else though? Anything else you um was tickling your tits? Anything else? Uh, I'm actually very excited to see the uh, triple. Th- Is it a triple threat at this point? With the uh, I- I'm I'm liking this Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins tag team. Oh, with anti Texas. Yeah, them? they're great at, together. I like those two together. Mm-hmm. I'm really. Li- I, I heard uh, was it looks like Randy Orton got injured. Randy Orton got injured. Edge is fighting AJ at Mania. Probably. I'm not a fan of that. No, uh, you, you didn't want that to begin with. I don't. I, don't, I care less about that. I don't want to see two forty year old men go at it right now. Mm. Actually, actually, fucking Edge is almost fifty years old. What, what am I talking about? Namaste. But Dennis yeah, well, Leary. I think I, I'm, I'm not a fan of WrestleMania this year. I'm not too excited about it. Okay. What, do you, what do you think? I'm always excited for Mania. Are I, you? Yeah, because I get to hang out with the crew and we get to watch Mania. Eat That's fucking true. Snacks and That's uh, true. Phil is Von Wagner's number one and only fan. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Who? I'm I'm Von Wagner's number one and only fan. You know you you know what it is. I think you're like Kevin Castle right now, where you you know Kevin just like Roman Reigns and Batista. That's your Von Wagner is your Batista. Is he really? Yes. Wow, that's a that's a reach, man. No, it's not a reach. That's a that's a kind of like a five finger discount for you. <laughs> It's like buying steak from Dollar, Ge- from Dollar General. Who does that? I do. No, I don't. Yeah, return the EBT card, too. <laughs> EBT card. As we watch the Usos take on the Viking War Machine Raiders. Uh, you mean LOD 3.0? LOD 3.0. Uh, poor guys. I feel bad for these guys. They should be doing so much better. I love War Machine. Um, Any hoot. Anything else before we take a quick break? No, let's go. 
All right, take a quick break. We're the Turbuckle Throwbacks. We're live. It's Phil. It's Choppy. It's the chat room. You guys are awesome tonight, by the way. They suck. <laughs> I'm joking. God damn this kid, man. <laughs> oh, All right, take us away, Lord Alfred Hayes. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Are you tired of being uninformed? Together, we can change all of that. Experience a podcast like you've never heard before. You'll gain knowledge, have some laughs, because we believe this is the last AEW podcast you'll ever need. Join us every Wednesday night at 10.15 p.m. on RantEMRadio.com and Facebook Live. We can also be found on all major podcast forums as part of the Shining Wizards Network. So stop listening to inferior AEW podcasts and bring a new podcast into your life by joining us. Join the Mark Order Podcast. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at MarkOrderPod and on Facebook.com slash MarkOrderPod. Don't forget to tag us on social media and use hashtag JoinTheMarkOrder because if you don't find us, we will find you. Everyone knows a lot of things can change in the span of 10 years. When it comes to professional wrestling podcasting, one thing is still guaranteed. The Shining Wizards is the only place to get all the latest wrestling news, interviews with the greatest guests, and of course, tons of laughs in discussing the world of wrestling. The show is still available on Monday nights at 7 p.m. East on RantDMRadio.com and Rant Entertainment Media on the TuneIn app. And it's still available on all podcasting platforms. To check us out, head over to ShiningWizards.com where it's still wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Are you tired of being told what to think and believe by Hollywood elites and politicians who just don't care about you? Tired of not getting the truth when you watch the news? Tired of trying to figure out what pronoun to use? Tired of mob mentality when all you want to do is think for yourself and make up your own mind? That's where we come in. This is Justin. And Vince. Your host of Inconclusive Breakdown. We are a weekly anti-PC podcast bringing you entertainment and current event news without any spin. If you want to truly stay informed on what's going on in the world, then give us a listen every Sunday, anywhere you get podcasts, at least till Zuckerberg and Twitter Jack deplatform us. And as always, we're proud members of the Shining Wizards Network. Tired of the PC police telling you what you can and cannot say? Want a show that travels back to the 80s and 90s where the badass hosts have beaten down cancel culture on three separate occasions and carried on to gloat about it? Since 2013, The Midnight Jury is that show. Travel back to the malls and arcades, pop in your VHS, and join us where the 80s and 90s return from the dead. Conan, tell them where to find us. WLWstudios.com, home of the Midnight Jury podcast, hosted by Midnight Mike and Calvin Brody. Also available on all major podcast platforms via the Shining Wizards Network, and join in the conversation on Twitter at Midnight Jury. Hey, it's Tony Schiavone of AEW, and you are listening to the Turnbuckle Throwbacks with Phil, Jay, and that pain in the ass, Choppy. Federation, for over 50 years, the revolutionary force in sports entertainment. Here comes 
There's no place to hide. The demos will get you. Where did they get the ideas for this theme song? I love this fucking song. Rick fucking Rick Derringer. I don't know what's his name. Uh, yeah, I think it's Rick Derringer. Not Rick Derringer. That was his name. I forget. Ooh. <clears throat> anyway, Tumble Throwbacks, Rant Ian Radio. It almost sounds like Kiss. Yo, act up. It's that, it has that, that fucking... That, oh, my that, God. It's so good. It's, 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 in my opinion, it's the greatest entrance music ever. I, I would agree w- with w- the WWF era. Uh, from the 80s era? I agree. That is, this is really, I love this song. Oh, this is, I, let me rephrase that. This is the first WWF produced music for me. Because the Road Warriors used Iron Man. That was my fucking, uh, I, I mean, yeah. I just, it goes to show. I think the Road Warriors theme song from WWF was just overrated. Yeah. I, I, I like their Iron Man shit. That shit was really good. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is this going to happen again? No way. Not one of the titles. Oh, my God. I thought he was going to win it. Nah. There's no way. I was like, there's no way they're going to drop two titles in the same night. That was close. That was really close. I love this music, man. It's a good song, right? Phil Ray, a fun fact. Um, I got the Pile Driver album for Christmas one year, right? The cassette. Was it, was it vinyl? No. I didn't get the vinyl. I got the, the, it came, the cassette came in like a vinyl uh, album cover looking thing, oh, right? Oh, nice. Right? I got the cassette. That same year. I got a clock radio, right? <laughs> it was a clock stereo. It was like this big. Mm-hmm. It came with like little speakers. I sat it on my dresser, and you can actually set your alarm to play a cassette tape. That's pretty. That's pretty high, 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 tech. high end, right? My grandma, my grandma was really into like getting me good shit for Christmas. That was like she got me Nintendo and the Photon laser tag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got me like, and my aunt Tina got me the wrestling shit. She got me a pile driver. She got me a bunch of figures. My uncle got me the same figures. My mom too, right? But that year, I would, I would, I would set it to go to come. I was in sixth grade. Yeah, it would every morning six thirty in the morning. I wake up demolition. My motherfucking hated. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> and it, you, it, you literally jumped out of bed. I had it fucking cranked. <laughs> no fuck. My mother hated it. Um. Anyway, uh. So this was this is gonna be a loose fucking discussion because we I got we got our formats uh we got our throwbacks all me, me, uh, me, uh I guess messed up a little bit because yeah. doing the um we'll do the throwback of the week gimmick anyway we're gonna play it and now here is your throwback of the week sponsored by the Shining Wizards Network and Rant EM Radio. All right, so tonight's discussion is the 35th anniversary of the demolition. That's right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> more prominent during the late 80s, early 90s. Um, 87 was their debut. Um, January of 87, they debuted on um, on, on Wrestling Su- Challenge. Are those superstars? I'm sorry. Superstars, one of them. And Bill Eady, Axe, was a prominent professional wrestler in the 70s. He was a mass superstar. Yep. And one of the machines. And Bill Eady was one of the best workers in the business at that and, point. And I'll tell you right now, he was in phenomenal shape, even at his age at this time. He me. was pushing 40, I believe, at this point. Either he was already 40 or pushing 40, but he was phenomenal shape at this point. Probably the best shape of his career at this point. 
So they paired him with Randy Colley initially, right? Who's that? You know him better as Moondog Rex. Really? I didn't know that. Right. Oh, interesting. So the original demolition was Randy Colley and Bill Eady. Um, they debuted in January in Springfield, Mass. with Johnny Valiant. They beat the Islanders, and then they then they won a they participated in a battle roll later on that night. Um, truth be told, I was not a fan initially. Like the first week or two, I was like, "Fucking Roll Warriors, not uh, off, right?" I, I knew it, yeah. and I was like, "This is bullshit, right?" They wore like the studded fucking they look like Do- Dominatrix fucking S and M gimmicks, right? But the hockey masks. With the studs in them, yeah. and I was like, "All right, like a like a Mad Max Lord." Oh, Sid, well, Sid was Lord Humongous. Yes, I remember that. So that kind of so that kind of set me off. I'm like, "All right, this is not bad." Right after about three or four matches later on that month in Tampa, they replaced Kali with Barry Darso. Okay. You know him, Smash. You Smash. know him better as Crusher Khrushchev, um, the Repo Man. He was the Repo Man. He was um, the blacktop bully. Blacktop bully. He was. Did he play a golf gimmick too? Yes, he did. He did. Was, wasn't he a golf gimmick? Crusher. He was Crusher uh, Khrushchev as right. well. Yeah, he was the he was the um, he was the uh, Russian sympathizer with Ivan Koloff and Nikita Koloff. They were actually too. Yes, they were. Um, what the fuck was his gimmick? I have to look it up now. It's gonna bother me. Um, what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, <laughs> Dick, now I gotta play the. Fucking- <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta do it again now. Hold on, this is for Jay. <laughs> Choppy loves that shit. Oh man. Um, so they replaced him with with Barry Dosso. That Barry Dosso is a Minnesota guy. Yep. He came up with the Roll Warriors and Scott Norton, and and Barry was a prominent powerlifter in Minnesota. Uh, he was a and he wrestled with he was trained at, with by Eddie Sharkey you know, and all. Yeah, he was with he was trained with Rick Rude and all those guys. Yeah, Rick Rude and the Road Mr. Warriors, Perfect. Mr. Perfect. They're all the same class, right? And uh, Barry Dawson never had the greatest physique, but he had like that power lifter physique, you know. Like he looked like he could just fucking stomp your fucking face in. By the way, he looked. I never thought he was a great promo guy, but he was definitely a very Mr. Hole in One, Barry Dawson. Was it really Mr. Hole in One? Yes. Wow. Holy. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You found that. Yeah, I found it. Nice, nice. So I always thought he was a really good worker, but I never thought he was a great promo guy. Now Bill Eady, who I thought was uh, was really good on the on the stick, I thought he was very good. Now put those two together, forget it. Those two together are fantastic. So he he replaces um Kali because Kali was he was still being recognized as a Moon Dog. The Moon Dog was still wrestling at that point as a tag team. Oh, I didn't know that. So they kept thinking, "Oh my God, that's Moon Dog spot, Moon Dog Rex with a fucking with, with, with face paint on." So they, you know, whatever. Gotcha. So, um, you know, it, it became a thing, and Johnny Valiant was their manager. Why is that? Just because of uh, the Moon Dog reference, or well, it was because what what had happened was. Bill Eady said that Kali looked, he looked, he looked, he still looked like Moondog Rex. Oh. And the fans were, so he pitched a couple of replacements, but he thought, Eady felt that, you know, and he, he felt that he needed to be replaced. But Darso was still working with Jim Crockett Promotions. So he probably, do you think that he probably went to Vince and was like, yo, can he, we get he, Darso? He pitched Darso, yeah. Wow, that's incredible. And at that time, I don't think Jim Crockett was like locking locking guys in for contracts. 
Yeah, so on March 14th of that year, uh, Demolition participated in another battle royal, won, won by Hercules Hernandez. And around the same time, Johnny Valiant got the new dream team of Valentine and Bravo, and he <sighs> left, but then he left at the end of the year, mm-hmm. and the contracts were sold to the man, the myth, the legend, Master Fuji. Um, I loved Fuji as a manager. Of course you did, because then they became more aggressive, and they got the they got the the better fucking the the mask and the and the spikes and all this other shit. My favorite spot, my little promo that they did is when they were doing push ups, and then you had Fuji knocking hitting him in the back with the cane. It was so cool, man. I love those guys. Their first feud was with Ken Patera and Billy Jack Haynes. <laughs> oh God! It started when Axe and Smash jumped uh, Brady Boone. Who was in storyline the cousin of of Billy Jack Haynes during a televised match? Then they had the match. Came to the rescue. Demolition. Were you ever a fan of, of uh, what's his name of uh, Billy Jack Haynes? I didn't dislike him. I, I hated that, him. By the time J- Billy Jack came to 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 WWF, I was hip to him uh, from the magazines from Portland, from Portland, and, Portland and Dono, and yeah, Dono, gotcha. and NWA, yeah. Gotcha. I was hip to him. I was like, not. I was not. I didn't. I didn't hate him. I just was like, He's so weird looking that guy. Yeah, he is a weird dude. Um, and then they got victories over most of the face tag teams. They beat the Killer Bees. I saw them. I, I, the, the first demolition match I saw in Madison Square Garden, and I bought that poster too. Remember the poster I had with Fuji? Yeah. I bought that poster when I was there that night. Um, they beat the the Killer Bees when I was at the Garden. Now, when they were, when they got debuted at the Garden, were they being booed or were they being cheered? No, they were being booed because they they beat they they fought. I saw them fight the Bulldogs. The Rougeau brothers. The is, there vi- is there video f- footage of that? Yes, there is. Oh, my. Just look up at Madison Square Garden. The Bulldogs versus them? Oh, my God. They had good God. matches. I would love to see that. They brutalized the young stallions, and rightfully so, you know? Yeah. And then they, they, they told you they beat the Islanders their first match. <sighs> their first match ever. They, they, when, when Randy Colley was still in there, they beat the Islanders, like I just mentioned before. Oh, wow. And they beat the Can-Am Connection, Rick Martell and Tom Zane. Oh, that, must have, that would have been interesting. My favorite match with them is them and the Hart Foundation. I always love that Shane match. Shane just mentioned that, too, because she has that autographed picture from the guy, you, the, the artwork yes. that you got me from. Yeah. That, but um, they made their pay-per-view debut at the Elimination Tag Team Match at Survivor Series. Yes. The, the, five men, the five heels versus the five baby face yep. tag teams. Mm-hmm. Um, they were disqualified for shoving Dave Hebner. They got disqualified. Mm-hmm. Um, the team, and then uh, WrestleMania uh, 4, they beat Strike Force winning their first title. And when Axe hit Martell with, yep. the, with the cane or whatever it was. Um, as champions, though, they beat the Bulldogs and the Hart Foundation a few times. Yeah. Demolition wow. Strike Force feud ended in the summer. Martell took a leave of absence because his wife was sick. Um, and they just, they, they actually, in storyline, they, they, they took him out, actually. They beat him with the decapitation, the, you know, the, 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 the finisher. Yep, love that move. And then in the summer of 1988, Phil was in the garden, as usual. Where the fuck else would I be in a house show at that age? It was every month for like a good two, three years. But uh, that's but they were very cheap tickets to get too, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and and then um, Howard Finkel said, "I have just I have just been informed that next month, making their debut in the WWF, the Powers of Pain. So the Powers oh. of Pain, the Powers of Pain come in, um, and of course I pop. No one else in, in the crowd in in my area because I, I knew who they were because they feud with the Road Warriors, and I I knew all that already. I was I was hip to it." 
The Road Warriors became the next challenges for Demolition. During the 88 Survivor Series, Fuji didn't like the way Demolition was working. He turns, got, and then um, Powers of Pain dust him off, and, <laughs> and they, they switch. <sighs> they, they, he, he becomes Fuji the Stooge. Fuji. I, you know, how impre- but not ch- but how impressive did Powers of Pain look when they first debuted? Oh, my God. They were massive. They were so scary looking, dude. Oh, my God. They were massive. They I were- mean, especially Warlord. Oh, my God. Um, so he becomes Fuji the Stooge. And uh, they they feud with the powers of pain. Powers of pain never got anywhere past the mid card. That's sad though, because they looked, yeah, they, they looked, looked so believable. They, they they were very believable. Um, and then that following year in '89 in the Royal Rumble, they were number one and two in the ring. They fought each other. Yes, I remember that. Right. And then of course they were joined by Andre the Giant. <laughs> and then that you know how that. So the Demolition beats Powers of Pain and and Fuji in, in a uh, handicap match at WrestleMania mm-hmm. five. To retain the uh, the championship, Demolition became the longest reigning champions for 370 days, beating the Valiant Brothers. And then on May 12th, they um, they exceeded the 409 mark, the third reign of the Fabulous Kangaroos, when they were the WWF US Tag Team Champions, mm-hmm. becoming the longest holders of any championship in WWF history until. 478 days until the new day break that broke until that the word. new day broke it in 2016. Yep. Um and then by Mark Coffey and Wolfgang from U- NXT UK in 2020. How, how long they hold those for? Oh my god, they would they I forget. You know, it's a rarity to see a champion hold on to a belt for so long. Like it, it, it's like for example, I mean fucking uh Walter or Gunther held the fucking UK title for God knows how fucking long, and then it all seems like Roman Reigns is on the, on the on the right path as well. But for these gentlemen to hold on to those tag team titles for so long in the uh, in the eighties, it's 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 a really it's really nice, beautiful. So after WrestleMania five, Demolition starts feuding with the Twin Towers, Akeem and the Big Boss Man. I love that team, managed by the Doctor Style Slick. Slick, and then out of the blue. The, the, the magnificence happens. The tag team scene becomes even bigger when Bobby Heenan gets the services of Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchett, mm. the Brain Busters. And on the 27th of May, 1989, Saturday Night Main Event, Episode 11, the Busters defeated Demolition by disqualification. They've dropped about two out of three falls on a July 29th edition following outside interference of Andre the Giant with a chair. Ooh. Um... So Demolition now has beef with Andre and the Twin Towers. They team with Duggan at SummerSlam. They defeat Andre and the Towers in a six-man match. Um, you know, you always have those superstars that used to scare the shit out of you. Demolition was one of those one of those teams. But, man, when you saw Andre walking into a ring, you knew shit was about to go down. How about that six-man match they just had, right? I just mentioned we're fucking... When Smash body slams both Akeem yes. and the boss man. Yeah, dude. He's a power lifter. Yeah, dude. You know? Um, they they did beat the Brain Busters to regain the titles mm-hmm. the second championship. But then, they, but then it, it just... Bobby Heenan becomes a fucking guru of tag teams. Yes, he does. Because he turns the Islanders heel. He gets them the feud with the Bulldogs. Then he gets fucking Anderson and Blanchard, right? Then he gets Andre and Haku. Exactly. The Colossal Connection. One of my favorite underrated tag teams of all time. So December 30th of that year on Superstars, um, they, they Andre won his first gold. Technic, well, 
his tag team first tag team gold. Yeah. Um, with Haku, putting it into the feud with the Heenan family. Um, Andre never even tagged in the match. He was he was he was hurt. Really beat up. And Haku took the fucking blunt of that. And then it becomes a little depressing for Phil. And I'll tell you why. Um, let's see. So now, what happens is, after WrestleMania 6, Demolition goes heel again. And, and then they bring in Brian Adams. Ugh. Crush. He's the fucking worst, dude. So they brought him in. Uh, but it was because Bill Eady had developed an al- al- allergy to shellfish, and he was in Japan, and he got sick. And Vince looked at a third member just in case the illness put him out of action for a long period of time. I didn't know that until I read wow. that. Crush took more of an active role team with Smash. Axe faded into the background, becoming more of a manager. Yeah, They used the Freebird rule, obviously. Um, on the 28th of 1990, July 28th, 1990, Smash and Crush defeated the Rockets to retain the titles. Axe interfered on behalf and attacked them. Next month at SummerSlam, Demolition lost to the Hoff Foundation when the LOD helped them do that, right? Who had signed a month earlier. Um, And then it becomes downhill after that. Soon after the Legion of Doom joined, Demolition, obviously, they kind of fizzled them out a little bit. Right, right. So... Um, they would team up with the they would team up with the Ultimate Warrior, a couple six mans, um, against the Ultimate Warrior and Legion of Doom, I should say. Um, and then, uh, and on a November tenth edition of Superstars, Demolition reunites with Fuji, and they help Fuji and the Orient Express attack the Legion of Doom. Yep. And then it's Survivor Series nineteen ninety, the Perfect Team, Demolition and Mister Perfect, were defeated by the, the the Warriors. Uh, all dead members, by the way, Warrior Texas Tornado. <laughs> They will, you know, short, it, and then and then Axe leaves. Were you gonna say something? The um, what I was wondering is like, what, like I I noticed that the tag team scene was like always, it was like for example in WWE right now tag team tag team wrestling is not a big deal, obvious for obvious reasons, because the focal point has always been the main superstar, but like at this time. Hearing all these names like the Orient Express, the Rockers, the Heart Foundation, there was like legit fucking tag teams, Killer Bees, and now like it, I know you're a big tag team wrestling guy. I know you are. Seeing how it is the the state of the tag team wrestling scene is right now, does it like hurt your feelings that we don't have better tag teams in in WWE? It hurts. The emphasis is no longer on the tag team. They put guys together now just to build up their careers. Yeah. Except a couple of exceptions, the Usos and the Briscoes and a couple of, but they're they're now teams are becoming teams of necessity. Okay. Um however, AEW is doing a really good job of, of showcasing tag teams. I agree. Okay. It's for me it was everything because either you were an established tag team and you and you and you had that 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 stank on you, right? Yep. Or you were put together and you were split up because you were greater, a la Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. a la Bret Hart, okay, a la Kurt Henning, because he was a, prom- a, a prominent, uh, more of a tag team wrestler in the AWA with Scott, with Scott Hall and Greg Gagne. Also the Hardy Boys, too, if you think right. about it. The Killer Bees, Jim Brunzel will forever be a tag team wrestler. 
He was in the High Flyers. Yeah, he was never a really good singles wrestler. No, but and uh, ironically, Brian Blair was a fantastic singles wrestler. He just never got his cut because he was always a, in, he was always in the tag team. Mm-hmm. But he was like, he was like the Bobby Eaton at, at that time. He can run with anybody, but he was a tag team wrestler. So he he had that stank kind of like the kind of like Arn Anderson too because at one point Arn Anderson Arn Anderson was TV champion but then he would be, but he was multiple tag team champions with with, with Oli and Oli Tully, Tully and Bobby Eaton Bobby Eaton Larry Zabisco Larry Zabisco yeah I mean I love Arn as a tag team wrestler but like you know it's it's you always have those teams that are like mainstay names like you like like Demolition was that team I I still feel like some casual fans remember Demolition just because of the face paint. The uh, the 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 dominatrix get up that yeah, they had yeah. on, mm-hmm. and then like you know, and they were only a team for a short period of time. But what two three years maybe at at most, and people still remember these guys. They were a good fucking team. I can't you know you can't think of anybody else like that. You know, so Axe leaves, and the story goes that um, that he was promised some kind of um, position backstage. Oh, like a producer kind of deal. And he, to this day, he told me and my son this too, because Michael and I met him a long time ago. Michael was little, mm-hmm. and I said, "Why did you leave?" He was like, "Oh, I was, I was promised this and this, that, and the third, whatever, whatever." And, they, and so on. But on air, he got suspended uh, with the incident with the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and Tony killed the Freebird rule and made Crush and 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 smashed it. The yep. official tag team. Mm-hmm. Um. But then they started losing matches to the Rockers, Legion of Doom. They lost a match to Tenru and Katow at WrestleMania 7, which was actually a really good match. Yeah. Considering I hate Crush, right? Um, but then they wrestled. Uh, the bunch, they, they went on a Japan tour. They they, they lost to Takano and, and Nakano. Um, they, they wrestled. That was for SWS. And they, they split their time up there, you know? Yep. They broke up. Crush went on a leave of absence, and he would come back with Chuck a bra. Chuck a bra. Ugh. Smash wrestled singles, and then he left and came back. But Crush would go to um, WCW. No, Pacific Northwest. Oh, he wouldn't go to WCW right after that. No. Wow. Okay. He was still Crush. He had the painted face. He turned. He he turned face, and he he beat. He had to. He won a championship there. He'd also team with Smash in Puerto Rico at this time. Mm-hmm. Smash came back as a Repo Man. In 1991, in 92, he, they wrestled in Pacific Northwest as well for Don Owens. Mm-hmm. A crush came back as Kona Crush, Shaka Bra. Terrible. Um, what a gimmick. But, yeah. And then Edie, still wrestling, became Axis the Demolisher on the Indies and took Randy Colley with him. And, oh, uh, Bulldog? And, nice. and Richard Charlin, who was, um, who was a Canadian wrestler. They, 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 they all had the, the gimmick. Edie team with uh, this guy in New Japan called the uh, Canadian Giant, uh, Gary Robbins. And then he he just came, he asked him of another guy called Blast. It was Axe and Blast. There was like several incarnations of demolition. In the 90s, Billy D. Denfield f- and then f- filed a lawsuit against the WWF for the rights of demolition in the gimmick, and he lost because Smash and Crush inked a deal with Jack Specific to make Demolition Classic wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Axe and Smash were together in a two-pack. Toys R Us had singles figures, whatever, whatever. Um, of course, in 2007, August of 2007, Brian Adams was found dead, unconscious, in his Tampa home. Um, 
and then uh, April first of two thousand seven. Uh, Demolition reunites it, the first time in 16 years at a Meet a Legend thing in Toronto, Ontario, and then they just kept going. They were in the they were in Chikara. They teamed with the One Man Gang in a King of Trios tournament in 2008. Oh wow! Um, they you know they went to Chikara a few times actually. In November 13th, uh, 2013, I should say they were they were their move was rated the seventh <coughs> greatest tag team finisher of all time. In 2016, they were part of a class lawsuit action against WWE for traumatic brain injuries during mm-hmm. their tenure. Uh, the lawsuit was dismissed by U.S. Judge Vanessa Lane Bryant in 2018, um, and, and they wrestled their last match um, in 2017. Edie finally retired after being 107 years old. Um, you know, the the legacy of of Demolition is you could say they were a a Road Warriors knockoff, and the Road Warriors are my favorite tag team. You know that, right? Of course, absolutely. But those guys were actually better wrestlers than Legion of Doom. You know, like they. Well, they were actually legit wrestlers, whereas like you know the Legion of Doom were really never taught properly, right? Until they actually made made it onto the scene. You know, right? Exactly. So, thirty five years, I. I love Demolition. They're, they're probably top five of my favorite tag teams. Um, and they're not in the Hall of Fame because of politics. Politics, of course. And they, they sued they sued Vince like three times, two, three times, as I just mentioned. Um, I have a chronological DVD bootleg set of Demolition from their first match to the, one of their last matches. Um, m- my favorites are with the obviously with the Hard Foundation. Yep. The Islanders, the Killer Bees. They had they had the classic match with the fucking Killer Bees, man. It was so good. Um, and I know you you were a small kid, though, when Demolition was around. So I don't know. I was. So I remember them when I was like four years old. And um, I fucking was so scared of the team. Because they whenever they came, like, I, I was really scared more of... Uh, Axe and I was of Smash because of the because Axe used the uh, silver paint, and it always had like a red tongue all the fucking time, and he used to I could not I, I used to cover my face because I was so scared of him, but um but I I remember being like hating them as a kid hating them because they were so, but the thing is whenever I saw my favorites going up against the against Demolition I was like oh no Demolition is gonna nut- destroy these motherfuckers like if I ever saw like the Rockers or. Or Brett or the Hard Foundation going up. I'm like, oh man, these guys are gonna get annihilated, dude. They're so much smaller than the Demolition. What intrigued me though is they can wrestle with anybody. Yes, they could. They can brawl. They can technical. I mean, you I, you you had a you had you know when but like when did you ever feel like Demolition was ever like the underdog? It, it, it was only against the Colossal Connection, right? Yeah, that and when they were face when they were they were when they became a face tag team. I felt like they were a little more vulnerable. You they, think so? They didn't change their style, but the the storylines were like they were always like fighting Fuji, doing doing uh, handicap matches, and yep. like always like on coming from behind. Like you know what I'm saying? Um, which is the best thing to do for a face t- for a heel turn the face tag team, and and the fans loved it, man. And listen, kudos to 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 Bobby Heenan, just. Pumping these tag teams out with, between the Islanders and the Colossal Connection and the fucking could Brain you, Busters. Could you imagine if the, he acquired the services of Demolition? 
How, what, <coughs> can you imagine if Andre was healthy? Oh my god! Oh my god! Don't we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna showcase Andre in a couple of weeks. But can you imagine if Andre was healthy for that tag team? Oof! They would never have lost. No, you would have had to build them up. They would have been. They would have been a long. Listen, knowing what we know now about Haku, and then Andre being healthy, they were dead. Ridiculous. Or oh, as a. Uh, as Ronda Rousey picks a Melvin out of a crotch. By the way, a Melvin is a front wedgie, by the way. So, sorry. Anyway, I stand corrected. I just saw a pull, pull a crotch, you know? She's pulling the, under, the tights from under, in between her... Uh, her cutlets. Her cutlets. Yeah. So Is it just me, or she's just a little thick now? More thick she, than... She's a mommy now. Well, I know that, but she's a little more thicker than usual. Well, yeah, that's what happens when you have a kid, man. Your body, your body changes a little I'm bit. I'm kind of liking the new thick mama. I'm not mad at her. I think she's attractive. I, I wish she would stop putting that stupid fucking face on. She looks like a battered girlfriend. <laughs> I'm telling you, she does. Battered girlfriend. She does. She looks like somebody beat her up. Man. I'm sure her man beats her up all the time, and she loves it. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't think no man beats her up. By the way. Oh, she's so. Why look at that? Shit. She beat. She she beats dudes up on a regular, probably. The shit locker on her. Ooh. Any hoot. Uh, so just imagine if that. That came about, and imagine if they didn't even need fucking Crush, who was classically trained, by the way, by Luthez and J- Japanese wrestling. Really? Then how come he sucks? I know it bothers me. How can he suck so badly? I don't know, dude. I don't know, man. There were matches I saw with Crush in, in that tag team, and he would fuck up so much. I'm like, what is going on with this mook? Shaylin said she's five months removed from popping out a baby. Really? That's, I thought it was more than that. Apparently not. I don't care. She's fine. I like the extra meat on her. Good. Leave it alone. She can get it. She can get it, y'all. Get it. Get it good. But, um, yeah, so that's really, I mean, when you think about it, the the, the legacy of, of Demolition was their, their ability to go with anything that was thrown at them. Powers of Pain, Twin Towers, Brain Busters, Listen. Killer Bees, the Bulldogs. I've I've never the f- conquistadors. I saw them beat the conquistadors. I'm sorry, go ahead. I never saw them be ever be as a as an underdog until they went up against Andre and Haku. Yeah, but everyone else, like the powers of pain, they were like equally matched against the powers of pain. They were equally matched against the twin towers. But when it came to Andre and Haku, I was like, oh, that's a fucking match and a half. Right even there. a even like a a sick Andre was was. Was Andre, Andre was scary looking, he dude. Was, he was, yeah, man. I loved Andre because I love Andre. Oh Andre. my god. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and if I had known the, if could you imagine if I had known the backstory of Haku at at an age, at age four or five? Forget it. How to, how tough that motherfucker is. Yeah. I would have been like, okay, this guy's gonna be dead. It's it's over. Done. I love Haku. God bless him. Yeah. So this is the thirty fifth anniversary of of demolition. We'll probably um showcase some of their matches when I pull out the library. Um, I just wanted to let everybody know it was the um, the anniversary, yeah. and they've been on this little tour. They've been they showed up at Tommy Fierro's place a couple weeks ago. Oh yeah, and they mentioned it. So you know maybe they'll be hopefully they'll be at the at the convention in May. I think they will. I, I would I would love to talk to them or or like at least get their get their autograph for the show. I know. mean, if Fred Ottman fucking uh, tugboat is there, I'm Uncle, pretty sure Uncle Fred. Uncle Fred's a good dude. Um, you know who, who know who was very who was very nice to my kids was fucking uh, Brooklyn Brawler. Brooklyn Brawler, yes, very nice man. Yeah, Steve Lombardi. Um, I'm sorry about the fuck up, guys. I'll I'm no, gonna I'm gonna edit it. Uh, you're a dick. <laughs> 
I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do my magic. I'm gonna edit the shit out of this. I'll include the promo of the of the Pope, and um, and hopefully we'll get the the garbage man back next week. Um, slinging well, who Drosy? <laughs> Took the dumpster Drosy. You talking about? Jay the dumpster Drosy. Jay the cumps the the cumps the, the, the copster the, the, the copster. Jay the copster Dumpsy. Oh man, Squires, pull! You got, next week you're gonna have to put Drosy with Jay's gotta, face. You gotta on put it. Jay's face. On. All right, listen. Next Sunday, next Sunday. I haven't got a time yet because I have to work it out with Squires because he's three hours behind us. We're gonna do a selection Sunday for our uh, mid card madness oh, that's tournament. Right. Okay. So Chobby's got to get me a list of his guys. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do a we're gonna do a bracket style, mm-hmm. like NCAA style. And all the uh, Intercontinental Mid Card Madness guys we're gonna have on this list, and so Matt and I are gonna do the uh, Commissioner Squires. Commissioner Squires, gonna, I love. He's gonna it. oversee the, this this whole thing, and he's gonna help me. Uh, we're gonna announce the teams. I mean the, the the combatants, and we're gonna announce the brackets. I want to see Squires' face on Jack Tunney's body. So all <laughs> the uh, and all the brackets are gonna be named after job guys. So you'll probably have like the the Barry Horowitz uh, bracket, the the, region. the the Barry Horowitz Invitational. <laughs> the, the, no, the Barry Horowitz region. You'll get the uh, Jose Luis Rivera. Um, you know, you get the uh, Dusty Wolf, Dale Wolf, the Johnny Rods, Johnny Johnny Rods. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So. Oh my God! She, oh ankle lock on Charlotte Flair. And she's tapping. Charlotte's tapping. But it ain't a match though, man. It ain't a match. Anything else, Chop, before we head out of here? No, dude. I'm fucking exhausted. I know. Bro. You got you to gotta get home. I'm tired, man. Are you working tomorrow? No, thank fucking God I'm not. On the tank, on, on the take squires. Yeah, next week, we'll, um, not 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 next week's episode, but the week after, we're going to have new couches in here. So, Oh, dude, I'm so excited for that. I, you don't even understand. I want, the, I want that this couch, whatever you... Oh, oh, you're taking it next weekend? Yes, I can't wait. The Mario Mancini region. I'm not mad at that, Shane. Mario Mancini. I'm not mad at that, Shane. I'm not. What was the uh, the the jobber that fucking Roddy Piper beat the shit out of on the Piper's Pit? Frank Williams. Frank Williams. I'm from Columbus, Ohio. <laughs> I'm a. So you're from a Columbus, Ohio? Huh? You're the only Puerto Rican I know that's from Columbus, Ohio. Oh my God, Ro- named Ro- Frank Williams. <laughs> it's so funny. That shit was great. Let's get the hell out of here. All right, dude. Uh, Pro Wrestling Tees is doing a, another 20% sale. So go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Turnbuckle Throwbacks. Buy a fucking shirt, will you? Yeah, please do. You fruity fucks. I would like to have at least a dollar in my pocket. Yeah, I just got $7 from Richie. Thank you. Richie. Richie. Anybody see Richie? Get that mook. Yo, Sticks. Get that mook. <laughs> oh, Lord. I love it. Anyway. Yo, we were in tears when that happened. Anyway, we'll see you guys next week. Same bad time, same bad channel. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.